from the Shilbert Smithland Studios. This is Sports in Black and White and Shades of Grey. John Chillo and Nick Smith. You realize they're probably going to think we're Southern Hicks. Uh-huh. <laughs> After you just said that. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to uh, Black and White, Sports in the Shades of Grey. I'm Nick. And I'm John. Thanks, Bill Clinton, for the you know amazing send-off. Doesn't it feel good to be home? It does. We're it- back. You know, it's like after a couple of renovations, I, we're finally back, you know? He, like I said, he had Nick, me. The dogs. The dogs. And our, what can you say? We're the Dallas Cowboys, and here's our Jerry Jones. Um, what? Ted, oh. Ted, 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 <laughs> Ted being the host. Right. No, when you're Jerry Jones, you got to be like, we're very we're enthusiastic we're, we're, about our team. We're very enthusiastic about <laughs> our time. Pick your poison. Either you want to be the incompetent owner, Jerry Jones, or you want to be the incompetent racist owner and Dan Snyder with the Redskins. So there you Can go. I be the guy driving the Lincoln? That's <laughs> what I love about high school girls. <laughs> sure. I'm driving Lincoln. This would have made more sense when I was doing the uh, Lincoln Lawyer movie. but Much more sense. We have a couple of new features. This is going to be totally different than... Sportscast Prime. We're actually going to be on once a week now. None of this, you know, hiatus and whatnot stuff. So you'll actually hear us more. Yeah, we plan on having as the show progresses. We actually plan on having guests because I know me and Nick got a couple people that want to do it, but we just got to fit the time and stuff to do that. We'll have those ready for you. Yeah, but want to get into some NFL for a little bit for talking since we're going into the NFL. Um. I know that uh, there's been a lot of things happening within the weeks. Uh, I know we wanted to get into, uh, I guess, the Carson Palmer injury that happened recent. So during the, their game against the St. Louis Rams, uh, Carson Palmer, towards a, it's confirmed it towards ACL. He's ACL yeah, he's, he's out, out for the year. Cardinals are eight and one. So here's my thing, I guess, for that for you, Nick. Do you think they're are they screwed? <laughs> um, well, how many games was he out before when he came back? I want to say three. three games. Yeah, three or four. And their guy was Derek. No, Drew Stanton. Drew Stanton, not Derek Stanton. Whoa, that would have been weird. Um, I think they'll be fine because I like uh, mainly because of the coach and actually because of the team because the team the team is very resilient. And I think, like, they've been having a tons of injuries already. And, like, everybody thought their defense was going to take a back seat. It wasn't going to be, like, a top defense or whatever. And, like, they still they still have, like, um, they still have a good defense, even with all the injuries they had. And I think Bruce Arians is, like, a good enough coach to, like, get, his, get the backup ready. He's proven that he can win a, a few games, obviously. Um, but, like. I think he's in good hands. I think they have a system in place that's that fits him, and I think they'll they'll they'll, they'll stay. I still think they'll win the division. Actually, that's I oh god, we got to disagree on more things because I completely agree. I don't think there's going to be that much of a drop off between Drew Stanton to Carson Palmer. Mm-hmm. A, I 
I feel he can give 80% of what Carson Palmer can give, you know? I mean, did you see that throw he did to John Brown? John Brown it's, yeah. it's, Stanton got an arm. He's you got know? an arm. I didn't realize it was that the good of an arm. And people, had. you know, before they traded for Palmer last year, Stan was going to be the starter in that offense. And I, I think he might be a little bit better of a fit for that offense because he has a little bit more of an arm than Palmer. And he like, and Arians loves to uh, air it out down the field. And he loves to do those vertical passes. But like you said, it, it all, it's coaching staff. I mean, Arians, is probably well he is he's like a top five coach in the league he's proved that now after this year or Easy. in the last two years and including his job with the Colts I mean in I agree with you with it's their division for the taking because yeah. Seattle so far has looked off yeah. and Christ with the 49ers Harbaugh looks like he wants to get out of that situation I don't like so yeah despite that one <laughs> yeah so it which, like, so we agreed it would be fine, which now brings us a good segue with Bruce Arians. Since uh, it's technically halfway through the season, uh, we have coach our... Coach of the year? Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, let, let's start off that coach of the year. Do you think, do you want to throw another hat in there? Because there are a couple of names with, the, obviously, the obvious one is Arians. But do you think that there is a couple of things? Uh, or can, can you actually give a case for a couple others other than Bruce Arians? Let me put it this way. I feel as though with... It's Bruce Arians, and there's everybody else. That's how I feel right now. Um, but if there's a good mention, um, Pagano probably. I still put him up there. Um, some people would probably say Belichick, but I'm not going to be one of those people because I'm sorry. Some the game, the last well, who they play last. Um, uh, the Patriots, the Broncos. They they played and they beat down the Broncos. That was very impressive. That I'll give him a notch for. But the other games prior, like the games that they've won, that were like four or five games before, those teams weren't impressive that they beat. And, and I'm not going to give them like a cookie for beating those teams. So like I don't put I don't have him up there for me. Not not this time. There's a couple. One of them is obviously Mike Patine from the Browns. They, oh, yeah. I didn't know his name. I forgot. Yeah. Ha, they're in first place in that division. And somehow that division became the toughest division in football. I don't understand yeah. Yeah, how, how the hell that like became. And they, they lead it. They lead it. I yeah. mean, I, I think the last time they were in sole possession of first place in a division, I think I was in elementary school. <laughs> the Cleveland the Browns. Last, Go figure that, right? The last time they had a winning record was like 19. Well, they, well, the last time they had a winning record was that random Romeo Cronelli year in like year. the 2000s when they finished, I think, 10 and 6 under that, ran, six. that random Derek Anderson year. Derek Anderson, yeah. But another – Who back up right for – For the, the Panthers. Panthers, I think, yeah. The, the other random – the other coach I'll give it to this year too who I feel should get mentioned is Andy Reid. I mean – this is a team that every like most people outside of the Cardinals, everybody said, this is a team. They're not going to repeat what they did last year. Yeah. And it looked like they're going down that route. They're Owen. They started the season Owen two. two. They're they're six and one yeah. since that Owen two start. That's impressive. You got to give it to Andy Reid. You know, good coaching. I mean, so like you would put those those the three. I think we just named if. Those are three uh, names we just said, I think. If uh, I could give any... So, so, like, they're all, like, what, second tier? If I could give... To... If I had a top three, my coaches of the year would be Arians, uh, Arians, Patine, and Reed. Those are my top tier co- with... Because, obviously, I'm going to give it to... 
uh, Bruce Arians. He's yeah. done a he's done a miraculous job at Arizona. So. Like like you said, this was a year which I don't think anybody expected. You know, they came out of nowhere and won ten games last year. I don't know, and arguably the toughest division in football last year. And everyone's like, "There's no way they're going to do it again." You know, they they still have San Francisco, they still have Seattle in that division, and even a lot of people thought St. Louis was going to be much improved. They're like, there, "There's no way they're going to repeat ten wins." They they're eight and one right now. They've gonna, done some in there. Probably do better. Yeah. They lost a lot of people due to free agency and injuries. injury and they're still doing it. I yeah. mean, I mean, like if they can surpass that record, that would be outstanding, which I think they can, um, to have this team, like the, t- the resilience of the team, which I think Pagano, not Pagano, um, uh, Arians, Arians, even though you actually, you know, I will say Pagano because Pagano did fight against cancer, this, that, and the third, and he came back. But like that's where Arians got his start with the Colts, like you mentioned before, and they he he did very well. He's good with the young quarterbacks, obviously, with Andrew Luck, and now now he has to deal with the other young quarterback now that Carson Palmer's out. So, not to cut you off, Nick, but Arians did have a, a big fight back in like 1942. This is true too. Oh yeah. <laughs> That is, thank you. Actually, could you go a little deeper uh, into that so uh, our listeners can have a better understanding of that? It was a World War II reference. <laughs> it's a World War II joke. Okay. Hitler and his Aryan race. <laughs> our, our, our Jewish fans sure surely got that joke. <laughs> yes, they sure. And they did. turned off the. And they turned this off immediately. Speaking of, that for the was, rest of those who are listening to us, that that was I was tempted to make that my fantasy team name this year, the Aryans race, but I decided against <laughs> it. I don't know why, but. Uh, <laughs> so. So I guess we agree. It's. Uh, yes, it was better than Michael Sam's. Uh, Michael Sam looks sad. <laughs> so do you know how many people had that as their freaking team name as the you know. Uh, one of those the fantasy games. It's crazy. Um, so, so we agree. I guess it's Aaron's as our coach of the year. Yeah. Uh, Before I go into the big one, let's say, wh- who's your surprise team this year? Like, who's so far surprised you the first half of the year? My Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. Like, I you can attest to this. I didn't expect much. <laughs> I, don't, I don't expected much. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I was talking to you, like, uh, in the beginning, actually towards the beginning of, like, the preseasons, the draft, and this, that, and the third. I didn't expect much. Hey, like, our, well, how about our last review with the NFL preview? You know, no, we didn't expect the Cowboys to do much. No. Man, it seems like that was, a, you know, didn't ex- our, our preview that. It seems like it came out during the Paleolithic age, you know, when like the cowboy, I mean, when the uh, cavemen and the Macedons roamed the world. I believe that was like Jerron's sophomore year in high school, too, when around that same time came around, too. So yeah, we might um, want to bring up that Jerron will be a special guest. Yes, that, that, that will be See, one Geron- of our, that will be one of the guests that we will have <laughs> on Geron- our show. Geronimo, the general. Uh, Mr. Gee, Marshmallow Mr. Jones. We usually just go with Marshmallow Jones. We're, I'll stick to that theme. Man He's, of a thousand nicknames, basically. He'll, he'll be one of our uh, special guests that we'll have on the show. He'll be here defending his Bills, and uh, me and him are both Chicago Bills fans, so we'll get into that a little later. But um, well, let's be honest. When the Bills were good, Jerron was in his 30s. <laughs> He's going to kill us. <laughs> I thought he was in his 40s. My bad. Sorry, Jerron. No. So, um, but I agree with you because, you know, because like a, I said, I picked the Eagles to win a, win the division this year. So I remember I remember saying that, and I thought we were going to be, you know, another mediocre 
potentially actually nobody even thought eight and eight actually i thought that team like, was going to finish six and ten that team has seven wins already I so mean, like because so. like the defense was supposed to be like the worst and it was supposed to be even worse than it was last year and everybody knows that was god awful and i don't know nobody expected them to change their offensive scheme this is the way that they did this year and it was supposed to be you know the same old story it was that was that was a huge shock for me. Even though people would should say would think that I should expect that, but mm, you know me. With our talk before about Coach Deer, we forgot to mention you. Can you give Garrett some love? No. Why? You like, want to know why? Doing... You want to know why? Because <laughs> I can't give somebody an award for getting out of the way. Because that's basically what he's doing. He's getting out of his own way. Because the the offensive coordinator and the defensive coordinator are being like they've been given the leeway to do what they want to do and it's been working like if it was Garrett I guarantee you there would not be the runs that we have right now he would be flinging the football like crazy so like I can't reward him for staying out of the way well you have to give it credit because that offense is due because yeah the defense is still kind of like suspect suspect but they're doing a good job running the ball which basically you know it keeps the offense on the field for a long time. So that yeah. way that defense, which is still kind of their weakness, doesn't have to be on the field as long as it has to be. Let me put it this way. If the offensive coordinator couldn't show up to a game for whatever reason, say he was sick or family issues or whatever, and it was Jason Garrett doing the play calling, we would not be winning this many games. <laughs> you have to kind of give Jerry Jones some credit too. That, that's, that's I do. Prob- that's probably one of the best offensive line it's probably one of the best offensive lines in the game right now and you know how many you know how many guys he took in the first round that everybody including myself crapped on and you know jerry jones should be giving all of us a big middle finger basically saying oh how about all those (laughs) offensive linemen i took in the first round it's panning out right now i I mean yeah i i I was one of them i mean Mm. i'm like like two years ago you reached for the center and i'm like that was should have been a third round pick and then last year whenever mm. everyone's like oh why are you going for that guy you didn't take manzel yeah. well, well it, you know what it, i it, thought my, about that you my, were there my, my when i was during that draft he i i gotta give props to jerry jones this I is did. jerry jones the gm actually knowing <laughs> what the hell he was doing yeah. apparently apparently so. it just took a little more time than i guess all of us would have liked i but. mean and it, it shows i mean demarco murray's been having this mvp caliber season if not for that offensive line Absolutely. drafted by jerry jones Absolutely. you know and, and it's it's weird because all these first round picks that that he got you you wouldn't think that and like one maybe two of them panned out every single one of them he drafted yeah. panned out i mean yeah. i'm sitting there i'm like even some of the ones coming off the bench are pretty good too, because like I believe Free got uh, got injured and like the next man up came up and he did pretty well. I forgot his name. Sorry about that. But like he definitely drafted a world class like first like you know offensive line. It's definitely helping Demarco Murray and Tony Romo out um, outside of that injury that he redid in the back. But but like it's 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 doing very well. They beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. Whoopee, but like <laughs> I'm not gonna get into that. That's not like a big thing. But like uh it's definitely the reason why they're doing well. It's it's part of their main success. I Who's your surprise team? You know, the Cowboys, I out of all of them, I didn't even think about the Cow and I don't even want to say the Cardinals because you know um I would say the Cardinals because I didn't expect them to do that what they're doing either. But like it's kind of surprising because a lot of people didn't expect them to do what they're doing either. But like, but that's like an obvious choice. 
Um, let me see. My surprise team, I... Uh, do I want to go with that? No. Um, it's okay well, if you want to take the Cardinals, if you want. I'll go... I'll go with the I'll go with the Browns. Why not? Oh, I'm, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, good. it's a team that Yeah. I thought Manziel would start. I I firmly believe he'd start. I mean, it, I would say it's more a surprise player. Yeah, they 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 could they could. I mean, they could still start him because Brandon Hoyer hasn't been anything that special, mm. but it's just they're He's still doing enough. They, they're still yeah, it's good enough to get him wins. They yeah. like I said they're in sole possession of first place in their division, so Mike Patine's done a good job. I mean, and they still haven't gotten back um, Gordon, and he's coming. I think next, next week, week he's coming back, so that's going to be another weapon to that offense. I, like I said, they're six and three in the toughest division in football right now. I give them credit. Yeah. I mean, I would also make. Uh, I'd probably say maybe the Bills though too, because the Bills are still in the thick of it too. But they are. I, I'm going to go to Cleveland. How about you? Who's your disappointing team? The Saints. Ah, the Saints. I cannot believe. Like, it's weird because, like, there there was a high expectation for them, you know, and, like, they were talking about there, – there was, like, a lot of people apparently in the beginning expecting them to make it to the Super Bowl. Uh, but, like, I didn't expect their defense to regress so horribly. They're still like, first place in that awful division, if you can believe it. That divi- which, can, can you say the whole NFC South? That, is, that whole division's that, garbage. I can say that it shouldn't exist as a division. <laughs> but, like, it's ridiculous because, like, the expectation is, like, okay, they have a defense now. They already had a high-powered offense. And, like, I expected, like, the defense to be at, at least as much the same as last year. And it was pretty, I think it was like top five or top three, something like that, when it came to defense with like points allowed and things of that nature. So, like, I don't know. I expected like a much better team, a high powered team, actually, you know, like more along the lines of what we're talking about with the Denver Broncos type of deal. Even Drew Brees hasn't been as good as he He's was not in Drew past. Brees right yeah. now. <laughs> you know what he kind of reminds me of? Remember how we were talking before in the old, spot, in the old podcast? He was, he kind of reminds me of that Brett, he's in that like, mid-2000s Brett Favre stage in his career where he could still make some good plays, but yeah. sometimes he makes those stu- stupid throws yes, yeah. and the, like, double cover. Like, what is Drew Brees doing and I, stuff like that? It's, like, what, at a, at a certain age for outside of Peyton Manning, uh, at a certain age you just, like, have this little for, forget it, fuck it switch, if you will. Yeah, <laughs> and exactly. Just like, uh, or, uh, he'll make it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like the Brett Favre thing, like yeah. where he just like, ah, I'll throw it in the double coverage. I'll make get it there. And yeah, it's I'll like, all it right. There. Like, I just feel like, like Drew Brees is kind of at that point of his career now where he's mm. in that like mid 2000s Brett Favre where he'll still make some amazing plays, but then there are a couple that make you scratch your head and like, who the hell was he throwing to? Or like, that was yeah, a terrible like, decision. Just sitting there, it's like, well, well, why, Drew Brees? Why? <laughs> exactly. It, they're f- four and five right now. It's yeah. still on top of that division. I mean, four and five on top of your division. That that says it all about. Well, to be two. fair, they did give away that game last Sunday against San Francisco. I mean, that's a game they shouldn't even. How'd you feel about that call? By the way, if you've seen it, did you see it at all? I I didn't like it. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, anybody can say, like, that happens or that whatever. He had his hand extended. But I, but to be honest with you, what I saw was his hands were already extended, and he pulled them back, and that's where the flop happened. Because that was a flop. Nobody, of course. Nobody better not argue about that. That, that was a goddamn flop. But, like, but like, um, eh, it's, it's kind of hard to, like, be – 
absolutely upset about it, unless you're one of the fans, of course. But, like, that's just sometimes the referees, like, they, that's usually one of those moments you figure that they would just let it play out and let it be. Yeah. But, like, they didn't, and I was kind of shocked by that. But, like, eh, it happens, I guess. Eh. My disappointing team is the team on the other end, San Francisco. My thing, it's like, I know, I think some people said they would struggle this year, but I didn't think they would be struggling this bad. And I think it mm. all starts with the, the, the quarterback, too. Colin Kaepernick has been inconsistent. He regressed. For for somebody who's in the fourth year in the league, in his league, you'd think he would kind of get it by now. He's still like, he still has trouble reading defenses. He still has trouble going through his reads. I mean, he's still a one read and react quarterback. And that's, you, you'd think you'd progress a little bit more, you know, being being in four years in the league like don't get me wrong there's still some times which his nat he has so much natural raw talent and ability that he'll he'll you know he looks great but then there are other games which he just doesn't look as good and i just don't get it i I, you think so like you said he's regressed or he's just inconsistent Mm -hmm. that whole team it's just been a mess with the all the alden smith thing now patrick willis is out for the year and um Though the kid they brought in is pretty good, but he's not Patrick Willis. And in the coaching too, Harbaugh looks like he doesn't even want to be there anymore. And then now there, there's rumors that like he might be gone after this year too. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's quick question before I put my opinion on that. Yeah. Do you think they regret not having Alex Smith? Um, I just don't San think, Francisco. I don't think so. No. Okay. okay. I, I think they they like what they saw. I mean, I feel they they looked at. I feel like they looked at the the talent and they feel that um Kaepernick's had more Kaepernick I'll just say Kaepernick's had more is more talented than Smith, but I just feel that like they they got him, you know, based on the talent. Unfortunately, it hasn't panned out so far. I mean, like he has his moments in which he is, you know, like I said, but then there are moments in which he I'm, looks lost. Cuz like I think they they can I think they can say, "Okay, I agree with that." I think they can say they missed the consistency. That that's about the only thing because the talent was more, yeah. definitely. Uh, but like, he's infinitely more talented than Alex Smith. But yeah. it's just I don't he, like he has more athleticism. I don't know if we, I don't think we could say he has more accuracy, but no. he, he definitely has more athleticism. He was supposed to have a bigger upside, but mm-hmm. but like I don't. He's not. The problem is with the upside, you're supposed to go somewhere, and it seems like he's saying like much the same or worse. <laughs> yeah, that, so like, it, yeah, it's like I said, the, the things are there. You know, we sit at now and watch him torch the Giants this 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 uh, Sunday for like a big game. But I know, right? Like, especially with their defense, the way it's actually their defense has been okay. I shouldn't say that, but like, um, I'm gonna do an honorable mention real quick. Yeah, Seattle. Ah, all right, because I know. I kind of wanted to go with Seattle, but I'm like, eh, I every, don't want to go. The only reason why that. I say Seattle is because everybody was on like Seattle, like they blew them up. Like there's like, oh, they're gonna make it back to the Super Bowl. Yours no, truly, no, no, <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. I was a part of it. We we were a part of yeah. this. So like, I don't want to make it seem like I don't want to make it seem like um, we didn't say it too. I was like, I was down on my knees, fellatio, you know, <laughs> giving fellatio to Seattle because <laughs> like because like we were like. We thought this, the defense was still going to be good, but though some our, of our super sorry to enter our Super Bowl prediction together wasn't it Seattle New England New England yes it was yes it was Seattle New England 
Well, can't we say we at least like we're confident we're, we're in our New England one? Kind of confident. Still okay with the New England one because like of the because of the um, division, obviously. Yeah. Well, that's coming up uh, Sunday. Is uh, Colts versus uh, New England? Yes, yes. that's going to be a big and game. That's going to be. A big I just game. Sh- I just gave uh, this to Nick by the numbers. Yes, Colts are actually leading the pack in scoring. They hmm. are. They have uh, point, uh, points per game. Thirty-two point two. I think thirty-two point two. They have. They lead also with points. Uh, two hundred and ninety points. Yeah. Thirty. Yeah. yeah. It also says by that that. Uh, now, uh, mind you, scoring isn't everything. Yeah. It's also keeping the other team from scoring. Scoring, yeah. But, uh, but if you look at the bottom there, <clears throat> Tennessee, the Tennessee Titans are the uh, worst uh, when it comes to scoring. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> they average 16 points and they're only at yeah. like 144. But uh, everything's averaged about, everyone, every team has averaged about uh, nine goals, yeah. nine to ten goals per game. Or not per, but per. Or for whatever. Yeah. Touchdowns. Touchdowns, yeah. Yeah. Uh, But back to Seattle, what you're talking about. Russell Wilson's looked off this year. It's like, that's why. Here's the thing. I don't know. I think we underestimated the players that they lost to free agency. Because I I forget which one of them said it. Um, He said something along the lines of they're going to miss leadership within the locker room. Because like the I guess the guys that left were like key key components to the to to the <laughs> locker room. Sorry. <laughs> when I, I have to like soften my peas, if you will, when I say them. Because, yeah, it's a little weird. All right. Um popping peas like pills. <laughs> popping them pills. Um Wow. So, like, oh, they're even ahead ahead of Denver. The, the Colts, I'm um, being in scoring points or whatever. My, but, like, um, because yeah. my thing is, like, I don't know if it's the weapons, if he doesn't have enough weapons around him, or if it's just, like, maybe we kind of overrated him a little bit. It's just he hasn't had the same impact that he's had on this Seattle team the last couple of years. Well, we I mean, the, well, we can't say about the weapons because, first of all, people who mention Percy Harvin, he didn't really have him that much last year anyway so i don't really count that and when he wasn't punching out teammates in practice <laughs> so, yeah so um he still pretty much has the same offensive weapons i don't think he's lost that much in that regard but i may maybe maybe it was maybe it is the leadership i don't know they're six and three but they're not a very i don't know a convincing it, it doesn't six seem like they should be six and three yeah right? it, they seem off i don't know it's like you said there's something about them it's Let's see. Could you could you get up the actually I can do it. Do some NFL scheduling here. I mean, it's you need I, some new apps on here, man. I was going to go with an uh another uh disappointing team, but another I figured Another honorable mention? Well, yeah, I figure it's a discussion in it, I feel it's a discussion like that we're going to get into in its own right, but uh that maybe you and me want to talk about, but we can get into um how about the big one though? Um, NFL MVP. Well, yeah, while you guys are in, what am I supposed to be looking up for you, Nick? Uh, the NFL schedule uh, uh. for this for the rest of the year. Okay. Well, he, I have it right now. The remaining um, we're talking about Seattle. Yes, their remaining games are so far uh, this weekend. They're at case at KC, and then they're home against Arizona, at San Francisco, at Philadelphia. Home against San Francisco, 
at Arizona, and then they finish um, at home against uh, the Rams. That has so, got to be the hardest schedule. Yeah, ever. it's 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 not an easy schedule. Wow, they could potentially lose like four or five games. I think they can beat. Can- it's at Kansas City. It's at Kansas City. Apparently, it's the new loudest yeah. stadium now. Um, I don't know. If, it depends. I think they could split the Arizona game. I think they can win one of those Arizona games. I, I think they can win at home. If, it, if, yeah. they get, if they have one at home against them, I think they can take that. I think they can split the San Francisco game, too, because San Francisco, like we said, isn't like they're kind of up and down, too. So that yeah. one's another one of a wash, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but the big thing. The um, big one. MVP. Who is your MVP so far this year? Uh, Let's see. I have. I kind of have mine at. I'm gonna I'm gonna still have DeMarco Murray up there. Um DeMarco Murray, Peyton Manning, and throw in Andrew Luck. Top three for me. I have uh one MVP to me. My thing is I, I originally said DeMarco Murray, but I feel like it's uh, he, he has the benefit of a really, really good offensive line. Absolutely. And so I feel like that might like hurt his chances a little bit. It, it, might. it was until then I saw this one guy, um, my unanimous MVP, Tom Brady. Why? Just based on leadership alone. I, I just feel that mm. with Tom Brady, I mean, this team looked dead uh, a couple of weeks ago in mm. week four to be exact against Kansas City when they got – embarrassed Stop. on Monday night football Stop. and usually and I feel like any other team any other leader of that team like you know they would if it was Jay Cutler so to say <laughs> that that team would have folded under that pressure that team would have folded down the stretch mm. Tom Brady the leader that he is mm. picked that team up and they went on this tear mm. granted like you said their schedule was to be desired I mean yeah Cincinnati Buffalo the Jets and Chicago but then that big win against Denver but still those are still wins and you know a team like that like this could have been a Tampa Bay Buccaneers where, you know, they got stomped out by Atlanta and that's it. They would have rolled over and played dead. But you have a leader like that in Tom Brady who can say, you know, just one game at a time. Do what you got to do. To me, that proves to me as a leader. And mm-hmm. they've they've steamrolled everybody so far. And he's been terrific. Uh, he's been terrific in all those games, and I have to give him, I mean, like, he stomped Peyton Manning. I mm-hmm. have to give him that regard. That's why I'm giving Tom Brady my MVP vote so far. So, even over Andrew Luck, too? Yeah, over Andrew Luck. I, yeah, you could make the case, too, that maybe the real MVP could be Gronkowski, because, I mean, he's a so game-changer. Gronkowski he, Well, he, he's a game-changer in that offense. Uh, he really is. It goes to show you he, he is a real game-changer in that offense, but yeah, I have to give it to Tom Brady, just for that leadership and all that stuff alone. I feel after that Kansas City game, it proves to me why he's my MVP in that, you know, because any other team with a lesser quarterback would have folded under that. I guess... I guess I... <laughs> That makes a lot of sense. I think I I think I come from the perspective of he does he's done that before, and yeah. it's like I guess I guess I'm I'm spoiled with like Tom Brady because like I guess I'm expecting that to happen. I I don't know maybe that maybe that's the wrong way to look at it, and I I think some other people who have 
like voting rights may look at it that, that way so that might take away from him as well though i think that's probably the wrong way to look at it so uh, from that from that perspective i think yeah you you would be right about that but that would kind of makes me want to <laughs> put him more in my top 3 though you've 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 tainted my thoughts yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, how or how about this because like the reason why i still put demarco murray up the top is because I really feel as the, the the line does help definitely. What's because like you do need that offensive line, but like that guy, we've been lamenting that he's not been the most like sturdiest guy in like for him to be able to like. Oh, run. knock on wood that he still managed to be oh, healthy yeah. right now. I yeah, mean, because like we've been talking about his health for like the past couple of years now. Is it sad that and, I'm like, sitting there watching Cowboy games, wondering when is he going to get hurt? Yeah. Is he going to get hurt? Because I'm waiting for like the other shoe to come off on this. Like, like, like you wait. You look at one of the hits, and it's like, is he getting up? He bounced up. Thank goodness. He thank thank goodness he bounced up. <laughs> so like, I think like the, the the for how many times he's running the football, and he is still getting knocked like um every now and again. But like he's been avoiding hits a little better this year, and I think like without him, because like I don't think like Dunbar and um, the other guy Randall uh, could be able to to carry the load the way he has because like they've been they've been given opportunities to to get the football not as much obviously but like i think if they were capable of doing better they would get more runs and you know give less runs to demar uh, to demarco murray but like for him to be capable even during the loss i think they um they, they ran him a little bit down to the ground but like um He's he I, I give some credit to, obviously to Tony Romo as well because like obviously Whedon can't do it, but like um, I just uh, it's and plus it's tough for like a running back so maybe it's like a kind of an honorable mention for him to be up there still maybe he'll fade out as the season progresses but as of right now I would still have him up there I would still have Andrew Luck a little bit I can see where people what's can your have case him for Andrew Luck though Andrew Luck um. I don't know. I think it's like his progression. I think his um I think he's a dual threat and you don't expect him be, to be a dual threat. Like he's a little faster than you would think him to be for a guy that size actually. And like he's like doing it both ways, like being able to run it on the ground. Kind of like um Aaron Rodgers to an extent like that cuz Aaron Rodgers is a, is a dual threat as well. And like he's I think for him winning and some of those comebacks that he's had and he's got like less interceptions and he's he's just doing like he like it's the progression of Andrew Luck has been getting better and better. And throughout. the talent around him's not exactly great either. Yeah. Just no. looking at uh stats right now, mm-hmm. Andrew Luck is actually the number one uh when it comes the number one quarterback when it comes to passing. Number one? Yeah. Do you know uh, does any do can you does it show you his quarterback rating? Or his QBR? Is they yeah, call it? Um, because like his, his, I think it's his progression of like from season to season as well. And what he's just said, um, the most touchdowns or the most uh, passing yards, most passing yards. Okay. Yeah. So Number like, one with the most passing yards. Because what, what else are you looking for? I got uh, QBR, quarterback rating. Like um, he's doing all this with a questionable offensive line, no running to speak of. And like when you when you're like predictable, like everybody knows you're trying to throw the football and you're still able to progress the way he has, I think is like up there with um, 
for reasons why he's still in that kind of MVP race. Well, when it comes to touchdowns, also he's number two. Oh, okay. so uh, I don't see QBR up here on okay, the NFL so that's thing fine. that I'm actually on. Okay, but uh, QBR yeah. is basically a quarterback rating. Um, was it from zero to a hundred or yeah. something like that? And like that's based off of it. Goes off of like whether they're running or whether they're passing, throwing interception. It all affects the the rating from zero to a hundred. So, but those are my like my reasons why he's like kind of like he could be like you could say he's like either like a second or third place. Most likely, probably like a third place like entry. Like if you're like counting up the tallies for whoever's voting for him to be in or not. So he's also uh, sorry. He's also <laughs> number one in yards per game. Okay. So yards per game, touchdown, second in touchdowns, I think. Second in touchdowns. And yardage total. And yards total, yeah. Okay. So my thing, too, I was going to talk about now, which ventures on to our to my little subject. that, I, You know how I was talking about most disappointing teams and all that stuff? I mean, mm-hmm. I want to talk about this. What, I think it was more just as you said. I was saying, "What the hell's wrong with the Chicago Bears?" And my thing is like, "What, what, what's hasn't gone? What right, you say? Uh, what's not right about them?" <laughs> I'm not a Bear fan, and this team pisses me off. That's how I. I it's just after watching that Sunday night game against the Packers, you know, Jay Cutler's one in eleven all time against the Green Bay Packers. His career. That's crazy. It's what to start about the Packers. My Commodore. I mean, yeah. My thing about Cutler is I or the Bears in general, they need to clean house. They feel, sold their souls. That's what they did. I think they need they they need to clean house. I don't know if I'm the GM, I or if I'm the owner, I'd get rid of the GM, I'd get rid of the coach. You know, like, yeah, I understand Mark Tressman, this is gonna be a second year, but the team already gave up on him. It's already proved this team kind of already quit on him. And there's a lot of things too. That defense isn't good. You gave franchise QB money to a mediocre QB, and now this is what you expect. You expect mediocre Q you're you, um, Jay Cutler's a mediocre QB. You're getting mediocre results from him, and you're giving him money. You're giving him franchise money. Below average, actually. Yeah, yeah. you're giving him franchise quarterback money. Like, you give quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady that type of money. and they, 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 I would even justify giving uh, Joe Flacco that mm-hmm. money over him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> At least he's proved it in the playoffs, right? Like, exactly. My thing about uh, about... He's made the playoffs way more times. Yeah, my thing about Cutler is it's like it, and not only that, through nine games, ten interceptions and five fumbles. That's fifteen total turnovers in nine games. That's not good at all. It's, I mean, it, it perplexed me how some media outlets had this team going to the playoffs or had this. You know, I don't know what they're seeing. Like I, I'm totally feel justified that. The, before in our earlier preview in our old podcast, I said this team's lucky to win repeat eight and eight this year. I mean, I thought this was at best this might have been a seven win team. This team might only win six games. You know, it's yeah, they're <laughs> yeah, they're three and six right now. So it's I mean, the so called they they were second in the league in points scored last year. This supposed elite offense this year has yet to score thirty has yet to score thirty points. They're embarrassed in two of their games, one against the Dolphins, and then last Sunday against uh the Packers I'm Jay Cutler he, he's not the main problem but he's one of the few problems that the Bears have you have that defensive coordinator who 
can't coach his way out of a friggin' paper bag. Like I said, Tressman, it looks like the, he's supposed to be the quarterback whisperer. He was supposed to be the guy to set Cutler straight. Uh, that's worked so well out for you. This offense is, you know, so elite right now, right? I only disagree with you in this respect. I think Jay Cutler is the main problem. <laughs> I yeah, think I think because of the pay, the check that he gets, that's one of the reasons. I think because of Tressman thinking he can fix him, and because he has a, a quote unquote upside, when he's kind of old, you're 31 upside, years old. You, you are, are who, who you, you are. are. Thank you. <laughs> Thank yeah. That's what you always say about him. He's he's he is who he is. This isn't 20. He's not a 21 year old kid, in which yeah. he might be. You know, like yeah. he who will. This isn't a 21 year old kid who has room to grow and show potential. He's 31. Like yeah, I can say I can say even even with all the injuries he's had, I can say RG3 has an upside still, even yeah. with all his injuries because of his age and what he where he's at. I can't say a 31 year old. If I told you I was, oh, yeah, I'm 31 years old and you know i'm playing in the nfl for a little while i do you think i have a great upside no i don't think you have a great upside i mean only person who can have a who can say that who has an upside could have no no Brendan Wheaton can't say that sorry <laughs> <laughs> so um i i think he was one of the main problems because like they focused in on him and they gave him the money they gave him a guy who can uh, who can pro- potentially coach him up and they sold their souls when because Chicago is all about rough defense football running the football and they're trying to turn them into like a high powered offense that can go behind Jay Cutler where he can fling the football that I feel sorry for Chicago fans because even though not because I'm a Chicago Bulls fan but like for the Bears fans like they're they don't deserve this this is no, I, they they should boycott. That's what that's what I think. And, this this and, is bad. And like I said, the team has no life. The team g- gives up on the coach. I mean, the team shows m- teammates show more life arguing with fans on Twitter and stuff <laughs> rather than on the field. What the hell does that say? It's you, like you see them mm, more on Twitter than on the field. Yeah, seriously. I mean, Alshon Jeffrey is another guy who had a monster year last year. He's severely disappointed. I mean, it's um, and it, even Brandon Marshall threw away his pom poms for Jay Cutler. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, it's, it's supposed boy. I mean, like, the the only guy who seems to give a shit on this t- t- it's team, it's like Forte. Brandon. Like that's Forte and Brandon Marshall. Yeah. Those I, are the only two that, that I think are trying, but they're not in a quarterback position. Yeah, my thing is, like, they're – Bears kind of screwed themselves over. This isn't like the Andy Dalton contract, which was two or three years. They like they, they can they, they can cut him with little to no rap crap uh, cap ramifications. Yeah. But like if they cut Cutler, they're going to take a huge hit on the cap. They can't. They, if, they have to. They it, have to pay the guarantee. If if I'm it. the owner, I would just say screw it. He's been in the league six years now, or mm. to, to, oh, sorry, not six years. He's been with my team, team. for six years. This is who he is. I'll take the cap hit. This team needs to rebuild. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about it. Build I mean, the draft. They, what type of excuse are you going to give? Like, you can't give him any more excuses. No. He has the tight end. He has the two receivers. Yeah. He has the running back, and he has the offensive line. Why? He has protection this year. Yeah. Why? Why isn't he producing? That's yeah. that's my way. Because he is who he is. Exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah. On my so. 
before we go off into our thing, do you feel comfortable about your Super Bowl prediction or looking at the looking at no. every at, looking at every team right now so far? Here are the division winners in or the leaders right now. The leaders of divisions. In right in the AFC, you have the Patriots leading the East, the Browns leading the North, the Colts leading the South, and the Broncos leading the West. Anything's going to change? Do you predict anything to change out of those four groups? So you said Patriots in the East, Broncos, Broncos in the West, Colts, Colts in the South, and Browns. And the Browns are in the North. No, I don't expect anything to change. Why? Because first of all, the Browns, really, you think the Browns are going to win the division? Want to know why? Because the Pittsburgh Steelers ruined me. <laughs> because I, I'm pretty sure in my in my pre predictions, I had the Steelers. I pre- I predicted the Steelers to win the wild card. I I think I picked the Bengals to win the the division. And the Bengals ruined us too because mm. I think we, me and you, were uh, at an agreement at that point. Yeah, right, for those because we had we thought the Bengals were just going to be better. They did. I think their Jeff was like, yeah, he was all right or uh, whatever. But like, I thought the talent was going to be the same. Um. And I thought the Steelers were just going to come back. I thought they were going to be, you know, better than what they have been. They're going to revamp themselves. Their coach is good. Uh, did, or did, if they're questionable. Did, I don't know. They're a weird team, the Steelers. I mean, they beat teams that are really good, and they lose the teams they have no business in losing. And losing to the Jets, <clears throat> Buccaneers. Like, they, they have no business losing to these teams. These are crap teams. And one of, one of them is my team. And I'm mm. saying that's a crap team. They have no business losing mm. to those so they teams. And they good. lost to them. What's the Browns' schedule? The Browns' coming games? Let me look up. Because I... Because I need to be more than sure about this. Because <laughs> I think the Ravens might win the division. They could. They should. Here, Here's them so far. This Sunday, they got the... Um, um, he, all right, I'm going to go down for down. I'm going to do uh, Mike and the Mad Dog. All right, dog, you ready for this? Uh, Here you're going right. to predict a win or a loss. They're 6-3 and three right now. <laughs> Home against the Houston Texans. Win or loss? Browns versus the Texans? Yep. They're, they're in Texas? They're home. They're home? Win. 7-3 and three at Atlanta. Win. 8-3 oh, and three at Buffalo. Say loss. Okay, eight and four. Home against Indianapolis. Loss. Okay, eight and five. Home against the Bengals. Win. Okay, they're nine and five. At Carolina. Win. Ten and five. Last game at Baltimore. Loss. Oh, so the ten and you have them going ten and six. Ten and six. Wow. That's scary. Yeah. I think I want to change something. <laughs> this is the Browns we're talking about I, 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 that's what I know. It kind of shocks me, too. Because like, because, you, I'm looking at that schedule, and what you're saying, I'm like, yeah, they can win that game. They yeah, can win that game. Those are they all can win that yes. game. I'm like, holy shit, the they can win that The only games. reason why I struggle with the Bills is because the Bills are actually they're pretty, these, They're feisty, they're, they're, right? They're, they're feisty. They're pretty good. They, can, they, can, they, they should be able to win that you're game. You're not the only one. But like, when, I, when you're going down the name, like the list, like, this team has a problem. That team has a problem. I, oh. There's no way I'm t- trusting that team. Okay, <laughs> it's like uh. I have the Ravens winning that division. Here they have a bye. They have a bye week this week. They're six and four. They're six so, and four. So here's when they come back from the bye week at New Orleans. Win. Okay, seven and four at New Orleans. Yeah, at New Orleans. I know they, they're. I know that's weird, right? I don't know what I'm getting. Uh, I do right. not know what I'm getting. So you just. So what's your gut tell you? 
Still win. All right. It's that 7-4. Home against the Chargers. Win. All right. Well, 8-4. Uh, and four. Um, At Miami. That one's tough because they've been playing better, too. Um... I'm gonna go win nine and four. Oh, this one's gonna be easy. Home against the Jaguars. <laughs> to ten and four. Uh, ooh, at at the Texans. So they're ten and four right now. Ten and four. They <sighs> Texans. They still don't have a quarterback win. Oh, well, that means the Cleve. They're, they're tied. No, that that means they're eleven and four going into Cleveland. That means if Cleveland is, if Cleveland's to go in, they have to win that game. Yeah, to win the division. Is that the last game? That's the last game. That's what I'm banking on. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I want this. If I hope this goes down exactly that way, I really do. Well, if they do that, yeah, because I have the, I have the, yeah, I have the Ravens winning the division because I'm looking at these last uh, one, two, three, four, those last six, six games and. Because, like, I'm more confident in them winning those games than the Browns. Oh, yeah, cause these games are easy. Jacksonville, Houston, yeah, like. Because, like, Houston, well, the thing about Houston is it's always going to be predicated on their defense. If yeah. their defense just balls out, they can win. Yeah. And, like, because that's, I don't that's, think, that's I don't, where I'm shaky because they don't have a quarterback. Because I don't think Ryan Mallett's going to be the answer. Ryan Mallett starts now? He's starting. He got benched in, uh, or Ryan Fitzpatrick Patrick got, got benched. benched. I don't think if it's going to be much of a difference. I think, but... I think that Ryan Mallett would be better for next year, not now. All right. He, yeah. he he yeah. should be okay. I think he'll be a decent enough court. He, I think he's going to be in one of those situations yeah. where he's a a person who's a game manager. Yeah, and they can they can win. But like he'll he's not going to get anything get any better until like next year when they like go through their your reps of practice and this that and the third and, and camp. I think they can coming off their bye because they have a bye this week. Yeah, Texans I, or the uh, the Ravens. The Ravens I'm the same way with the Saints. I mean, it's at New Orleans because technically the Saints are a way better team at home than they're on the road. Yeah, but with are. this year, I don't know. Like I, don't I know. said, I like I'm with you. I can I can see Baltimore going you, in and beating, beating them. them. Yeah, that's what I think. And the Charger game, like oh, the Chargers were five and one. They've struggled they these struggled last couple. I don't know what the hell what is wrong with them. It's they were like supposed to be like oh they're gonna dethrone Denver or whatever at the number one or they're they're supposed to you know Rivers is gonna be doing good this year they got their they got their team back and they they should be doing great uh, is Rivers just that's what I'm saying it's it, they started off five and one they looked like world beaters and now just for whatever reason I think they're five and four right is now is that a coaching thing is that a I is that you know, a leadership within the te- the squad you might not be too far off with the coaching because I did read a couple articles saying how um was it McCoy, Mike McCoy Mike is McCoy? it I think the coach he's like he's doing his best Andy Reid impersonation he does the little things like screw up the fourth quarter of the game like not using challenges the right way right. like apparently he's like the poor man's Andy Reid and like mm. so I'm like all right wow but okay. to go back to the Ravens Flacco's balling right now 17 touchdowns eight picks his quarterback rating is 90.7 nice yeah so which would give more credence for Ravens to oh, and, oh I really hope this goes down. And, and they're doing and they're doing it with like Justin Forsett and like Bernard like they're doing it with like, you know, they, this was supposed to be the year from hell for them, remember? Like yeah. with the whole Ray Rice situation, situation and stuff. Yeah, they're rebounding yeah. pretty well. Rebounding pretty well. They got Steve Smith senior. Steve Smith's having a bounce back here. He yeah. has seven hundred and twenty eight yards yeah. right now. Yes. Nice. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, I think this will be. I really, 
hope it comes down to the last game for these two teams. I really do. So here are the wild card potential teams. You have those. So you're you're all in on the Browns. You said the Browns are going to win. I I, I I'm fifty fifty because I think Ravens. Okay. But like I. I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Browns, right. and I hope it comes to that last game. Okay, here are the division leaders that you have: New England, Cleveland, Indy, and Denver. So here are the wild card teams. He you have you got to pick between these two. But those te- other teams are a lock, though. That, that's that's, that's that, what that. you said as the division winners. Yeah, those yeah. are your locks. Those are my locks. So here is the wild card so far. You have to pick between these two teams. Between these teams, like two of them. There's two wild cards, right? Yep. Yeah. For each side: Miami, Buffalo, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, Baltimore. I'm not even going down the south because there's no team outside Indy, and uh, I have to, and Kansas City and San Diego. Out of those teams, which two do you think are going to go to the wild? Are going to clinch those last two? Want me to say it again? Kansas City and Baltimore. Oh, nine. All right, that's what I'm going to go with. Wait, say it one more time. Yeah, let me he, hear. Here are the teams that are in wild card, card pre- right now: yeah. Miami, Buffalo, everybody in the north, Cincinnati. Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and Kansas City and San Diego. Notice how not one team from the AFC South is in that outside of – that division is crappy too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm still confident with that, yeah. I'm still going to go with uh, um, Kansas City and Baltimore. Here's my thing. I agree with everything you said except I'd swap – you would have the Browns. I'd swap uh, Cleveland with – Baltimore, Baltimore yeah. and I would have Kansas City as my wild card, and I have the Steelers. I'm still going on the Steelers still bandwagon as my second wild card team. Are you saying this because your brother won't let you sleep? N- no, it's, <laughs> I'm joking. I bro. love this team. I don't know. I, I like the Steelers. So, sorry, Sean. Now, now here's the a- NFC team. Here, here are the division leaders right now: Philly in the East, Detroit in the North, Saints in that crappy NFC South, and the Cardinals in the West. So you said Saints, Cardinals, Eagles, and Lions. And Lions. Can you change any of those? The only one that can potentially be changed, I think. Actually, no, two of those could be changed because the Packers can still catch the Lions. Yep, the Packers are six and three. They're only a game behind Detroit right now. I'm gonna say the. I don't know. The thing about it is, the Lions are balling. Their defense is stout. Yeah, I they're did. actually, what's the word? Disciplined. Yes. I surprisingly enough. Surprisingly, I guess the head coach that corpse Jim Caldwell is actually coaching. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Jim Caldwell. I, another I, guy, the, the who motionless. We can, another guy we can mention for coach of the year, huh? I think so. <laughs> I actually think he <laughs> even though you don't notice him. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 Seriously, he's lifeless. I, I don't. I don't. I, I don't get it. But yeah, I guess you can throw him in there definitely. When they wheel him, to, when they wheel him out to the field for the game, like right? do they like just like does he like just step out of a coffin and or he's like a mannequin, right? <laughs> yeah, like you're like everybody thinks you're a mannequin because you don't you know show anything, but like your clothes that you're wearing. I could see the <laughs> Packers doing it too, though. With the I might I'm gonna say the Packers can switch that up, and I still think the Cowboys can still switch it up with the Eagles. Okay, so you're gonna have the Cowboys winning the East, and you said the Packers in the North. Yes, uh, and everything else, you still think the Saints are gonna. Uh, do I have any other choice, really? No, you don't have any choice. I, I, I don't think I have a choice with that. So, yeah. All right. And you have the Cardinals. Yeah, I'm going to stick with the Cardinals. Here are the wild card teams. You have to pick two. Um, Philly, Detroit, Seattle, 
and San Francisco. You can throw Minnesota in there because they're four and five if you want. I'll throw to make it interesting. I'll to throw Minnesota. Minnesota in there. Right. Yeah. Um. So here's the tricky part because you have to wonder: Is Seattle going to turn it around? Is either is either Seattle or, or, the, San, or, or San Francisco going to turn it around? And are are the Lions going to stay who they are? If the Lions can stay disciplined and who they are, like as of right now, they'll make the wild card. But like, if I start seeing like, I reserve my right to change this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because like I I think like if they stand pat, they can make wild. They're going to make the playoffs. That's what I'll say. If they stand pat, like the the way with the way they're playing, they're going to make the playoffs, whether it be the division winner or wild card, but I'm going to say they're going to be a wild card. So the Lions in the wild card, so... And the other team, what were the rest? Philly, Philly. Um, Minnesota, Seattle, and Seattle, San, Fran. San Fran. Is this possible that either San Fran and Seattle can't make it? Is that possible? Yeah. Because uh, I'm going to go with... Oh, this is tough. I'm sorry, guys. This is really tough for me. <laughs> because, like, the Eagles don't have their quarterback, and for some reason they think Mark Sanchez is, like, I'm, this I, se- he's the second coming all of a sudden. I like Mike Mark I, Sanchez. I, 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 like, I like him, but, like, I just have a feeling, like, is he there for the rest of the year? Um, I don't – Foles might be out for a few weeks. Who knows? So Okay, so, yeah, that's going to be a rough trip. But Foles hasn't exactly lit it up either when he was playing, so. That's true. I don't know. I'm going to say, for some reason, ah, this is a blank for me. I'm going to be blasphemous. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, oh, this is like a moral dilemma. I'm watching. It is. I think I'm going to have a seizure. So you're going to vote God out of the playoffs? Is that blasphemous? Seattle. Ah, all right. I'm going to have Seattle turning it around at some point and... I, I hope. Is that that much of a wild card? Yeah. Because yeah, especially you, you Seahawks have to, last year. You have to see like the way they've been playing in comparison to how they started in the season yeah. and how they were last year. He, like go ahead. Sorry. Ye, uh, my thing's gonna shock you. I have Philly winning the East. Okay. I have That's, De- I have Detroit right. winning the North. I have New Orleans obviously with the South and I have Arizona in the West. My two wild card teams. Green Bay. There, yeah, definitely. I have your Cowboys missing it. I have Seattle going into the wild card. Really? Yeah, I have the Cal. I have Dallas yeah, missing yeah, the play. Yeah, Dallas missing. Really? Okay. I okay. have that. That's that's my okay. that, that's my okay. team thing so far. Okay. Yeah. You said San Fran or no? You said Seattle. Seattle. Yes. Said Seattle. I'm I'm with you on the Seattle okay. can turn their thing I around. Think they can both. turn their thing around. Uh, I, out of their. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's that much of a wild card. We saw them. Turn shit around. They weren't going. We didn't think they were going to make it to. Uh, well, well, last Super Bowl. Well, until, last year they were the best team, so everyone. They were the best team, but we didn't think they were going to make it to the Super Bowl. We didn't. Like was, I don't think I don't think everybody was going like yeah. nuts at the time. Yeah, everyone, another one was just like Richard Sherman. Yeah, yeah. It was more about Richard Sherman than anything. Than no, Seattle. yeah, no, like yeah, it was no. like that. You know that thug. Richard yeah, Sherman, yeah, that, that was basically... A.K.A. black guy. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, basically yeah, yeah. what it is. It's yeah. like, oh, great, guys. And he went to... Where did he go? He went to... Stanford. Stanford. 
that, that spicy guy. Uh, nah. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, uh, I, I think they can turn around. Really? Mark Sanchez is going to keep I, them? Really? I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm on board the Sanchez. Uh, I'm on board. <laughs> Mr. Bump Fumble, really? I'm on board the butt fumble. Okay. I, I'm more of a believer now that it, the Jets just suck in general, and like rather than like poor Sanchez. I, I, I love it that the Jets suck and he's he won. Yeah, I'm that's like, what that, I like. That's, that's just amazing. how mortified would every Jets fan be if Mark Sanchez led him to the Super Bowl and or won said Super Bowl? I would be like, what? But, <laughs> oh my! But God. those are our second half, you know, predictions, and yeah. so I'm not afraid to make to make myself look foolish. So. so I can't wait. I'm gonna hear. I have a theory about you heading into the uh, into this end, the beginning of this NBA season. Okay. So here's a team I know you've been dying to want to talk about: the Cleveland Cavaliers. So <laughs> okay. So I watched like couple, if we have to. So I watched like three games of them so far, and I think I've seen about the same. You know how the big shock is? Oh my God! They're three and three right now, or throughout yeah, they're, they're right are. now through six games, which was supposed to be a shock. But I don't here's think it is. yeah, my thing is early. It's not a shock. Here's my thing. <laughs> Um, you know how everyone's complaining, oh, wow, what about LeBron, and maybe this won't work out with Kevin Love and stuff? What if this doesn't work out with Kyrie Irving? Here, Here's here's my theory. Okay, let me hear your theory. That's what I want. What if Kyrie Irving is this generation's Stefan Marbury and Steve Francis? What if he's like, I've, like, the guy who... He's he's the point guard, but he needs to be the guy to take the most shots on the team. I've noticed that in the last three games. Like, the first game I watched with them on TV, I couldn't shake that thought off my head. All I was thinking of was, like, Stefan Marbury. I'm like, no, stop. Like, I was fortunate or unfortunate enough to watch Stefan Marbury play. And it's – it because you, you even have LeBron reports like LeBron trying to talk some sense in the Kyrie or having a sit down talk with him what happened like what what if it the big their problem is Kyrie Irving what if it, the fact that maybe is he just destined to be the best player on a 42 win team like am I wrong here thinking this compare like this is my theory what if he is like this generation Stefan Marbury the reason why more so Stefan Marbury than Steve Francis but like because Steve Francis really didn't have like a two guy, if you will. Um, the reason why it's so like a very accurate to say Stefan Marbury is because he had Kevin Garnett when he came in and Kevin Garnett was supposed to be, he's big ticket. He's supposed to be the big thing or whatever. And Stefan Marbury is like, uh, I'm still here. <laughs> so, so he kind of like, they pretty much had to ship him off because they were going with KG and you know that was kind of sad because that was supposed you, to be like the one that was two, supposed, the one two. Well, well, remember it was their big three. It was um, Stefan Marbury, Latrell Sprewell. No, it was Stefan um, Garnett and Gugliotta. Tom Gugliotta, that's right. Tom Gugliotta. Yeah, right. and Gugliotta left in free agency because he didn't want to play with, with Stefan Marbury. Marbury. <laughs> and then once they saw that Stefan was starting to become a problem with KG, didn't KG want to choke him out? Yeah, <laughs> and like they were like, "Yeah, we gotta get rid of this guy. He's a poison, basically." Because um, that's my thing. Like I'm sitting, I, I could get it. I could get the Stefan Marbury comparisons out of my head, and then after watching the second game, it just kept getting there. I'm like, "Stop, stop!" Like, like, uh. interesting. Yeah, interesting that's theory. my theory. I'm kind of, gl- I don't know. Like, I, I didn't know if I was like that off. What I'm going to say at throw in there is Kevin Love, like a Chris Bosh. Chris Bosch said these words to Kevin Love. He's like, you're not going to like that third wheel role because you're not going to be that same player that you were when you were where you were before. And you're not going to like 
I don't know. You're not going to feel like the same player that you contributed all this time for. Or with, but like, I mean, I don't know. Is is Kevin Love going to be a guy that just rides with the being the third person? Because he or, can walk after this year too. He's only there for one year. If he decides this isn't for me, I'm leaving. Because like, I think based off, he's only going to leave if something terrible happens, like throughout the season yeah. or in the playoffs. If it doesn't look like things can be resolved between him or and Kyrie, because I think him and LeBron seem to be yeah. fine. Because that's that's my thing about Kyrie. That's why. So like, I are you saying like could they push Kyrie out and yeah. keep LeBron James? Well, well what if well what if Kevin Love was like, I'm, or if Kyrie's still here, I'm not. Or or that. what if what's his face LeBron? Because we all know LeBron's the GM now. What if yeah. LeBron's like goes to the owner? I want Kyrie gone. Yeah, because like. Kevin Love can have more weight now because he has the one. This is his last year of his contract, but like, um, because like if Kevin Love were to say like, yeah, like, because like to your point, LeBron could could be like, I want to play with Kevin Love more so than Kyrie Irving. So if Kevin Love says like, oh, I want, I don't want to be with Kyrie Irving, then yeah, I think they make that move because like I even because blasphemous is this sound because Kyrie Irving is very damn good. Yeah, <laughs> so it, it's 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 pretty bad to say. Um, how about would you, <sighs> John? You have to read what Ted's holding up right there. You can read it out loud for the <laughs> listeners if you'd like. <laughs> but um, to the point of like, I feel as though is as bad as that is to say because like like again, Kyrie Irving is a very good basketball player. Not much of a catch and shoot type of guy, but like he can really score the basketball. Terrible Never, defender. Terrible though. defender as James That's, Harden. Well, not that, as bad as James Harden. Well, James Harden's yeah. doing a little better this That's year, what I'm, so I'll give him his credit for that. But like. That's what I'm saying. What if he. That's his ceiling. What if he's like, no, I, I want to take the most shots? Like, yeah. Because like, it seems like that's what it is, too. Because it's like he didn't want. He doesn't want to be seen as like second fiddle. Yeah. Or, Oh, well, he's just another player within LeBron James' greatness or whatever. I have a, I have an interesting trade for you, or I just thought of, what if it this is midseason, this still hasn't gone, they decide they need another point guard. What if Phoenix gives them a first-round pick and Goran Dragic for Kyrie Irving? Oh, shit. That's an interesting trade. Yeah, that would be... That would be boss. <laughs> that would. I'll, I'll, would, I'll flip. It I around. would. I would favor. I'll flip it around though. What if it was the first round pick, and Eric Bledsoe? They wouldn't trade Eric Bledsoe. Okay, just they saying. Would, like they would probably trade. Well, just because he's younger. That's like the uh, only reason. Like because Gord, they're both nasty. Like point guards or yeah. Well, Bledsoe's kind of like a. Yeah, he's a point guard. But, yeah, they're 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 both pretty like, they're they're both pretty like good point guards. Like both of them within their own right. So I guess you could say that. I guess you could say that Bledsoe too, but like they just gave him that new deal, and like Goran Dragic has like probably like two or three years left on his. I think he has a year left. Probably so like a year left, maybe. So, so what if they saying it wasn't? But like if that were to happen, and they got Goran Dragic, which the Pacers tried to pull off, but they didn't really have much to give. Um, championship aspirations. All right. Absolutely. Well, I'm glad because he actually plays defense it, and he's just dis- distributor and he can score. Because, like, yeah, I know he's the first overall pick, but like, if LeBron says he's got to go, then he's going to go. So, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Well, they would have to wait too because 
they don't. They, it's not a guarantee that LeBron will stay after two years. Oh, this either. is true too. So they, he he has he's more locked in than either of the other two players that we're talking about, Kevin Love and LeBron. So I got a couple more questions now, and I'm glad that I wasn't totally crazy in that. Keep it coming. All right. I'm looking down the Eastern Conference, and here's my thing: Could the Raptors go to the finals? Um, seeing that the Bulls have, well, we'll get into my Bulls rant later, but, uh, the Bulls may have a little issue, um, to say the least, to say the least. And the, the Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love, LeBron James experiment couldn't like go wrong somewhere. Um, assuming everybody's healthy. I, if everybody's healthy, I'm going with Chicago healthy <laughs> all right i always have to put that preference <laughs> if everybody's healthy so but like um if like say there's problems they they could there there's a re- they can squeeze in because they have a i guess you could say a little tough group if you will because they have Kyrie. they got lowry that's a pit bull you got DeRozan. he's a tough um guy who goes slashes inside they got um i love they got Tyler Hansborough. They got Amir Johnson. I um, like Patrick Peterson too. Patrick Peterson, yeah, he, yeah, he's like a dual. He's like a like inside outside guy. Mm-hmm. I really like um, who else they John got? Is, uh, uh, Valachunas. He's, he's coming to. They his got own. two good point guards. They got Lowry and Vasquez is also and good Vasquez. too. Coming I off the bench, I love Vasquez coming off the bench. And so, like, um, and I love Terrence Ross and Amir Johnson too. Like, yeah. uh, I really like that team. Tyler that they, Hansborough. They, yeah, they have. They 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 can like. They have the depth to take on those other teams. Yeah, I just wanted it, it. It would be predicated on like who's the leader, and like who can bring them to that next level. You would you want to say DeRozan or Kyle Lowry? Yeah, like but like I think those two would have to be on the same page for them to go to another level. I wish that they had. I don't know. Like I wish they had like another score. I wish they or, had or, like a better small forward. It, that's if they had like. Uh, Chandler Parsons or uh, Danilo Gallinari. Danilo, yeah, when is is he back? He is back. My 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 thing is like what like I'm missing me. Majuri is that the um GM for the Raptors? I think so. He used to be the GM for the Nuggets. What if he tried to go out there and trade like a Patrick mm-hmm. Peterson and like or an Amir Johnson or so, something like that for a Danilo for Gallinari? I do it in a heartbeat because my, that's like the kind of player you need. <laughs> a player who actually is good on both sides of the ball. He's a good defender. He's usually one of those guys you see defending against LeBron or Kobe or anybody of that size and nature or whatever. He's good on the offensive end, obviously for most people who know that like he's predicated on that. We've seen him in New York. We've seen him. He was like the highest, like he's like the, he used to be like the top scorer for the Denver Nuggets when they had like all those other guys with Wilson Chandler and all those. My other. question is too: it might take a year for him because he's still recovering from that knee problem. Yeah. He's only averaging six points right now. Yeah. But the thing for him, I, think I heard it's, it was pretty bad. Yeah, he's like still kind of getting into shape for it. So like, I would wait. I would like have like you know how they have like the NBA scouts. Yeah. They have not not the 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 college scouts. They have like the NBA scouts who like scout other players, like. Because, like, they have to scout other players to, like, you know, get all the information before they play them or whatever. I would have, like, one of those guys, like, monitoring his health. Because, like, if he's, like, who, who came back recently, that looks pretty good. Amari um, Stoudemire, psych. Amari uh, no. <laughs> Stoudemire on the Phoenix Suns. Let's, yeah. say, let's say he's, like, doing something like that. 
then like I would probably like potentially try to pull that trade off. I have another potential East team just in case. No love for Chocolate City for DC. Here's what I think about them. I actually put two teams in that same level. Them and the Hornets. Okay, so so do you think so so you're saying there's there's the elite teams which is Chicago, Cleveland, mm-hmm. and then like the it's, second it's tier. second tier, which are probably like Toronto, so, DC, DC and, and the Hornets. And I think I would put Toronto above those two. And I would pro- and it's a like it's like a fight between the other two. I'm not sure where to go with those two. I like the the acquisition of Paul Pierce, which might give the edge for me for the Chocolate City for over the um, Hornets. But like, uh, you know, I'm loving Al Jefferson. He got hurt, and we know how much of a player, uh, good of a player he is when he's healthy. Um, I'm s- if they got Gordon Hayward, I would have put them up there. Gun to your head, if it's not Cleveland or Chicago, who's coming out the East? If it's not those two? Yeah. Toronto. Oh, all right. I'm going to go straight up Toronto. Yeah, that was... Because, like, I just... Because, like, you would basically think of it as this. Like, you would have, like, who is Charlotte? John Wall. Hmm. No, not John Wall. Uh, Kimba Walker. Who's been... He's been balling, but outside of that, like... They've been having some blunders lately, I think. Well, Al Jefferson, and you have Lance Stevenson. Stevenson. See, I'm not confident in that those three names, like, being able to stay together to make it to the finals, like, throughout Eastern Conference type of game, for some reason. I don't – that doesn't spew confidence for me when I hear Kimball Walker, Stevenson. I, I'm fine with Jefferson, but those two names in uh, – in general, and well, I don't know about uh, who is a kid, Gilchrist. Yeah, uh, Michael Kid Gilchrist. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where he's at right now. I haven't been paying too much attention to him, so maybe if you have some more information on him, you can probably tell me. But um, my other big early season NBA question for you: like, yeah. Are the Kings for real? Five and three. Five and three. Isn't that the same coach? Boogie Cousins is saying all the right things, though. He's basically saying, I he, want to be more of a leader and do and all that stuff. he hasn't gotten any trouble last Yeah, exactly. Year. That's what I'm saying. So maybe he's understanding that he actually can be the best big man in the game. And, like, maybe this coach has him focused on that. Um, I just uh, I wish they still had um, Isaiah Thomas. It, it, so, would you have them in the playoffs? No. Okay. My thing, um, yeah, Michael Malone, that's their coach. Michael Malone. Um, on another note, here's my other question. Are the Lakers for real? I'm just joking. They're terrible. <laughs> 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 They're trying to get me to choke. Yeah. <laughs> They're terrible. I think, I think it should be about time for Nick to ask you some questions. Oh, I have one. Oh, one I'm more? sorry. Okay. I have the three more. That's it. That's you key. know what? You go ahead. It's fine. I, All right. I, we'll, we'll, Here's my thing. Another time for me. My my Lakers. Do you think they're secretly tanking? I mean, they hired Byron Scott. Mm-hmm. Um, they play no defense whatsoever. Um, they're Which just like because Byron Scott's defense. They, they, they're just yeah, I know, and he complained to them already last night about lack of defensive effort. Yeah. Um, they're having Kobe like basically just shoot. Like Kobe's basically like, oh, if I can't get a ring, I'm definitely going to try to go for Kareem's record. Like, do you think they're secretly tanking? And Ruben so, like, and, and um Randall 
got hurt all of a sudden, and he's out for the year. They're rookie. Yeah. So do you think they're just like... Did he break his leg? Yeah, supposedly. Supposedly? Okay. That was a questionable thing. All right. Um, are they saying like, okay, Kobe wants to try to make us good. Let's let him think he's making us better by taking all the shots type wait, deal. Wait, so, yeah, pretty much. John, are you saying that the other guy, like, just, like tell him he fell down some stairs? Is it? It, the, <laughs> well, he heard it in, like, the first game, basically. But, like, that was the second game. Yeah, the second game. Yeah, what happened? I fell down some stairs. No, or maybe it was the first game. I can't remember. But, like, so, he... he I broke Julius my leg Randall, all on my own. He, he's, he was their top rookie. And, yeah. like, he was going to – like, he was one of the guys that's supposedly supposed to make the Lakers better, and he got hurt. It's, like, ironically enough, like, in the right in the beginning of the season. It just makes me think it's just Byron Scott's not really a good coach. When Jason Kidd tells you you're not a good coach, you know you got problems. But, uh <laughs> – uh, <laughs> <laughs> when Jason Kidd runs you out of town, <laughs> that was the creepiest fucking laugh I've ever heard from you. <laughs> Seriously, was the creepiest fucking laugh I've ever heard. I couldn't hold it back. That's what I was trying to do, but I failed miserably. Because he knows okay. I'm right. <laughs> but that's okay. I won't be holding back any more laughs. So it, they're creepy. Um. But yeah, do you think they're secretly like, eh, let's just let Kobe think he's doing a good job. I, think, for... I, I would, I would, con- I, I concur with that because I can, I can see that happening behind the scenes. Because my sad part is Kobe lives in like Gaga, Gaga, La La world where he's like, we're doing good. Don't worry, we're gonna do like. Yeah. I, part of me thinks he's living in that fantasy world, but another part of me thinks. I know I'm not gonna chase Jordan and rings, but let me one up Jordan. Let me break one, some records. Yeah, let, let, let me let me tell Jordan I'm the all time leading scorer. Might as well break the rec- break some records before I retire. Yeah. All right. Okay, I, I can agree with that thinking. My other question. I wouldn't put it past uh, the their owner. Spurs are four and three, but whatever. Record throwing them out aside. It's early. Here's my thing: Are you taking the Spurs to go back to the finals or the field? And if you're not taking the Spurs, who do you feel is that Western team to come out? If I'm picking the Spurs, not the field. Okay. But if outside, <laughs> but outside of them, but outside of them, like you said, if I had to go with the field, I'm going to pick Dallas. Ah, all right. The reason why I'm picking Dallas is because if we remember correctly – when we watched the final, well, not the finals, the playoffs, that was the only team, including the Miami Heat, that was the only team that gave them a game seven that pushed them to the limit, that gave them, like, all that they could. Like, that was an amazing series. And, like, we basically all for- almost forgot about it because, like, all the other series. That we, we really had. did. That was the first round. That's That's why that's, like, in a distant memory. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like the reason, like that's why I'm saying, like to me, I think their team is a little bit better this year. I, it's great that they got Tyson Chandler back. He's probably going to be revamped there. I totally, um, you know, what you said when somebody, I think it was our old podcast person Mike when he talked Mike, us yeah. about about the off season moves of the NBA, and he's like, you know, the Spurs, the Dallas were getting Chandler personals that they took um. Uh, the Spurs, the seven games. I totally forgot that series even existed. I totally forgot they did take them. I'm like, holy shit, the only, he's right. The only team, yeah. And like, I think they they've gotten better. Like, I I know that um, 
they're not starting Felton, thank goodness. Um, I just I, I just realized like I didn't realize that they got Jameer Nelson, who I think is a good he's a good point guard in my yeah. book. Like, you know, he's been working with Dwight Howard before they made it to a finals with Dwight Howard and him mainly and Hito Turgaloo. So that's that's a plus for me. Not say, I, I don't know how he compares to Jose Calderon. Jose Calderon might be a better all around point guard. But like he's good enough to like keep them afloat at the point guard position, not a like highly turnaround uh turnover type base guy. Um they also still they still kept Devin Harris, who's actually I think he comes off the bench actually. Um, which is a plus. So they, they have like pretty decent point guard like play throughout the Well besides the- Ray Felton now, because now that Ray Felton realized he's not gonna be the starter, the first thing he's hitting up is the food bars and he's stuff. He's like and I think he's third like I don't know if you can say there's a third string, but like he's like a third string point guard. He's <laughs> he's basically all right, I'm just hitting up the Dallas BBQ. <laughs> I, 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 think, I think he's on the bench like I don't I don't I, as far as I know he hasn't played. Still haven't forgiven you for stealing my happy meal, you son of a bitch. <laughs> So they have, um, and they also, like you said, had Chandler Parsons added to the roster. Um, they still have, uh, and they still have one of the better coaches in Rick Carlisle. Rick Carlisle, or yeah, Jim I was, Carey. yeah, I was building up to him because, like, that would, he's one of like the top coaches for me, maybe like top two, top three, if you will. So, but like, you know, I know I'm going to be on a side engine. I'm curious, who are your top five coaches in the league right now? Pop Carlisle. Uh, Thibs, there, um, Stotts, Trailblazers. I have. I want to know what you think about that. But after I finish this, and um, uh, Doc Rivers is failing me, so I can't put him up there right now. Uh hmm. I can't. I don't think I have a top five. <laughs> My five are maybe I'll pop Steve Kerr. <laughs> I don't know. My top five: Pop, Tibbs, Byron Skinner, um, <laughs> Carlisle. Oh, oh, okay. I got my fifth. Um, Hornacek. Oh, all right. There we go. I was thinking of the name, like, for a minute. I was like, who is that guy? But go ahead. I'm top five, probably, like I said, Rivers, Pop, Carlisle. Snap and Crackle. No. Snap and Crackle. Um, t- did I say Thibodeau? Uh, you said Rivers? Yeah. Rivers, Pop, Carlisle, Thibodeau. Yep. Van Gundy. I, I like me some. St- I like I like me some Stan Van. I forgot. Too about bad that Van team. Man. Like he got Brandon Jennings. <laughs> yeah, like I, it's just like the Phoenix is still actually still doing good. So like I had to throw, Jeff, I had to throw uh, Jeff Hornacek in there because like what he did last year, and like what potentially he can do this year with this team, I, I had to put him up there. So, so you got Dallas. My thing is, I is it. I really. I know the Spurs can't bet against the Spurs, but I'm taking the field. I really like that this Grizzlies team. I think the Grizzlies are going to come out the West. I really, I yeah, I really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you have they have that same core? They have Gasol, they have Randolph, they have Conley, who's an underrated point guard. We These, all agree. They guy they play hard. They play good defense. Like last year, they lost Mike Miller. L- last year, yeah, but they still got guy. Well, they still got a. 
based they added i feel um vince carter vince carter's oh. good, good at what they you know uh, yeah i forgot about this guy yeah they still got tony allen who plays some, some good defense courtney lee's another good player you know yeah. what i mean yeah. i think they're finally realizing that tayshawn prince isn't as good as he once was and finally sticking him on the bench and i feel that Last year was kind of like a warm up year because they still had they they got rid of Hollins and they had Joger. Now they're seven and one. I think now they've gotten accustomed to the way Joger coaches and stuff. Now I now's the better year. I feel yeah they could make the they can make the conference finals. I feel this is if this is any year this is the year. Interesting. And I'll throw in Portland because I think Portland learned a lot last year. Yeah, I really do. I think experience will will go far for that team. And I think they saw what they needed to get from the play out of the playoffs um, to advance further. And my last NBA-related question to you. Should the Thunder just give up on this year altogether and not have um, both Westbrook and Durant come back? They're going to come back whether they like it or not. But if... I were them. When, when is when, just, is when is Westbrook coming back? Because I know it's not as long as no. I think Durant. a month or like Probably a, a month. Couple, yeah, a couple. So roughly will be over. What fifteen games? What, what if they're twenty games? Okay, maybe? let's say at thirty games. What if they're? What if they're? 13 and 17 out of 30 games. Out of 30 games, if they're 13 and 17. Yeah, should they just say screw it for the well, year? If they're that, and then like Westbrook comes back. Ah. Yeah. Because if even if he does come back, he's still going up against a loaded West team, and Westbrook can't do it by himself. And even with him and Serge Ibaka, that's still not good enough. Um, I think they would have to see what they can do if their record is when Kevin Durant comes back. If, like, we're getting closer and closer to, like, within, uh, let's say, a month mm-hmm. of when he comes back, and we're, like, not... What if he comes back and they're um, six games under five hundred? Six games under? They wouldn't... There's no way they make the playoffs. Well, they can make a seed, maybe. Should they just give... Fold on the season altogether? It, it, it depends. Like, if I had... If I knew I had a good shot to be the eighth seed then go for it because you would be the best eighth seed. They, they really would actually, they would be a sneak. Like they, if yeah. there's any one eight seed that could actually like yeah. make some noise in the playoffs, they, yeah, would, they would be probably, the eight seed. How many teams, um, eight seeds beat the first seed. I know mm-hmm. Dallas was one year and there was like another year that was, Oh, like, uh, golden state was one year and the nuggets did it a couple of, when they beat the, uh, supersonics. So, so it's like happens like two times within the NBA. Yeah. They could be that third time that, that can happen. I can see that happening. But like, if there's like, not a good chance. Like, say if my percent, like, not there's like a, not a good percentage or a good chance of me making eight seed. Nah, sit down. All right. I'm gonna tell Kevin Durant to sit down and let Westbrook do whatever he's gonna do, and you know just go tank the season. Because if you can make that eight seed, you can make noise. But they're not that good off the, um, when they're not on the roads. Not on the when they're on the road. So I don't know. Eight seed's not the best thing that could happen to them, but. They they'd be a team that can run the table in eight, as an eight seed. There it's they're weird. It's a weird team, and I think they're scared that 
Durant's going to leave in a year anyway because, you know, they, they should be afraid of two things, him coming back early and what you just said. Because because I, no one should come back early from what he just I think they should just get fire. I don't know. I think they should just fire Scott Brooks, but that's just me. He's not a good coach, and I just think he's just like, I'm going to let Durant and Westbrook do their thing, and yeah. it's just like. But Isn't that question? Yeah. This is like only one question. <laughs> but like, say if, say if a new coach does come in there, will it matter that they have a new coach? Will they have that habit of we can do what we want no matter what coach comes in? I think Durant can respect if it's a new coach, especially if it's will a Westbrook. If it's it depending on the coach. Okay. If who's available I, that you think they can hire? Like well, right now, that's well, available. I was just saying like hypothetically. I know this would never happen if it was, if like a Phil Jackson came in. I think oh, West. I think okay. Westbrook would say. I th- I think if Phil Jackson came in and went to Westbrook, so you got to cut that shit out. I think he'll cut that shit out. He's not available though. But I'm just saying hypothetically, yeah, okay. a coach like that. Like, or, or, like I'm trying to like get you to like. Think or of, or like, if like a Popovich was in that situation, okay. he'd be like, "No, you got to cut that shit out," yeah. and he would like, do. Who's available like right now that you think that would be capable of doing that? Avail- who's whoever's available like right now. I got one guy, I think. Jeff Van Gundy? That's who I was thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm Great saying. Great minds. Yeah, like, <laughs> you made me think of it. Like Jeff Van Gundy, I feel like. I was like, there's one person I could think of, and that was the only guy. Je- yeah, there's Jeff- a second potential guy, maybe, when I would probably say Mark Jackson. Oh, but oh, I, I totally would still forgot. pick Jeff Van Gundy over anybody else. That's available right now. Um, I think, well, there... If there's one guy, I know what's his face came out and said he still wanted to coach. If there's two guys. Um, well, I don't know if he wants to do it now, but if there's Jeff Brown, and Gundy, it? what? It's not Larry Brown, is it? No. Okay, good. Um, Jerry, I love Larry Brown. I'm just saying, like Jerry Sloan. Yeah. Yeah, he could do it if he wanted to come back. I think Jerry Sloan would actually. I would definitely want Jerry Sloan to be that coach. I, I think Jerry Sloan would fight Westbrook. Straight up. <laughs> oh, because I remember he did that in Kobe a couple of playoffs a couple of uh, years ago, and like Kobe like tried to pat him on the back. And, you know, I think he was about to cock cold clock. Him. He looked like him. I'm like, damn. Jeff. But yeah, Jeff Jeff Van Gundy's probably my one guy who I think could. Okay, I wouldn't mind if Mark Jackson yeah. got that job. If his brother was available, I think both Van Gundys could do it. Yeah, that coach Stan Van Toe. So right, if Scott Brooks wasn't there, and I think the most reasonable or more. Uh, well, I don't know what? if Mark Jackson wants to try again yeah. because he he went back to the announcing, but I wouldn't I would be comfortable with him coaching that team. All right, yeah, I think that could be attainable too, Mark yeah. Jackson, more yeah. so than more Jeff. so than Jeff and, yeah. and Sloan. Yeah, but no, you're right. I think if the two, if I'm talking about um, coaches right now, sorry, two. It would be that attainable Mark Jackson, and if they'd offer Stan Van saying, we'll give you more money and all the power you want in Oklahoma City, come over from Detroit, I think he'd take it. Off season and be like, bye, guys. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So that's my. All right. Let's um, get to our quick hits. Last uh, segment of the show. Um, You want to go first or you want me? Sure. College football playoffs have been out for a couple of weeks now and there were a couple of hiccups along the way this uh, this week is probably a perfect example of i feel like i kind of i like the situation but i also there are a couple of obviously a couple of hiccups one of them was when 
Auburn lost. I thought they're going to leapfrog Alabama in there and have because obviously Mississippi State, which they they're the number one team. Um, they're going to prove to see if they belong at the big boys table when they when they're at Bama this week. But I thought that Bama, game's going to change a lot. I thought Bama was going to be that fourth team. It surprised me that TCU was that fourth team, and I'm like, oh wow, they're actually you know what. TCU does have quality wins, and I feel TCU does play in a tough conference. I feel the Big 12 doesn't get enough credits it deserves as a tough conference, and I'm like, I'm glad. They actually got that right, in my opinion, because I feel TCU is probably one of the best of the four teams. My complaint with that being said, Florida State, which has one of the longest winning streaks in the nation, only like the longest since Miami's of 2000 to 2002. Um, they're undefeated, still undefeated. Like I said, rattled off I, this long winning streak. The defending national champions from last year, they started the season number one. And during the season, they get leapfrogged by Mississippi State number two. Now in this poll, they get leapfrogged by a one-loss Oregon team. Mm-hmm. Now they're number three. Mm. I understand people. I know they say if they win out, which they are going to win the ACC, they have the biggest odds of winning their conference out of all those teams at a 75% chance, Mm. which goes to show you the ACC isn't as good, which I've been saying, but that's besides the point. Mm -hmm, I'm not going to defeat my own argument here by saying that. (laughs) Okay. As the great philosopher Ric Flair once said, to be the man, you got to beat the man. Woo. (laughs) No, but... Woo! But I'm about to say, do it right. Yeah, <laughs> they're undefeated. They won the national championship. How can they not still be number one? I'm yeah. sorry. I'm a firm believer of to be the man. You got to beat the man. Until they lose, they should be the number one team. I don't care how crappy the conference is. I don't care. It's what me and Nick said a couple of years ago with Boise State. It's not their fault. They're in a bad conference. You play who you play, and that's about. Do you, do you think they took their schedule? And that's why they, they – Yeah, they it has a lot to do with schedule, but okay. I'll, a part of me has to feel but like past recognition too. They haven't been beaten in like you a, said, year a year fucking plus. Me, they yeah. should they, – they, I don't know. should mm-hmm. get a little bit more respect. That's my mm-hmm. thing too, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. – Oh, it, it, it is. Like I said, it, it's the college football playoffs. You're going to get a couple of things. Like, I enjoyed the TCU ranking. I respect that because I do feel they're one of the four best teams. But the total lack of disrespect for the defending national champions, Florida mm-hmm. State, you know. Mm-hmm. Only thing I had against TCU was their loss against Baylor and how they lost. I guess that's the only, like, thing that people can say about TCU. That is the only loss they have, so... Um, didn't they have like a lead up until the fourth and that's when Baylor like blew up or whatever. But like, that's like the only thing I've ever heard about TCU anyway. So outside of that, um, the thing about Oregon, their Oregon loss, they had like nobody playing. Uh, like, that's, yeah, that's the thing. They had, the, the, they, their offensive line was a wreck. Their, their offensive thing line was basically gone. Um, their defense isn't is much to speak of. So, I can see why they're still up there, but again, I don't. Eh, maybe I, I, I think I think a lot of people put a lot of weight into the um, Michigan State game um, because there was a lot of praise for Michigan yeah. State this year. And well, and Michigan State got beat badly, badly by, by Ohio, Ohio State, State now yeah. too. So now, now, unfortunately, now, they're out of it. Yeah, now Ohio State has to do well to get in, and I don't, I don't know really, but like, but like, uh, I think that was like a 
kind of like a huge like loss for that division because like that could have like upgraded them a little bit if they if Michigan State were to win out, you know. But like you know, then Ohio State beat them. But you know, you got to do what you have to do. So now Ohio State has to play to that stature. Um, My quick thing before your quick hit. Yeah. Don't sleep on Arizona State. <laughs> They're ranked number six. They have a chance to win out mm-hmm. the Pac-12 South. Yeah. And if they win the Pac-12 South and beat Oregon, which everybody predicts Oregon to win the Pac-12 North, if yeah. they beat Oregon in the Pac-12 championship game, Arizona State's in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Don't sleep on them. <laughs> How many SEC teams are going to be in this? One, surprisingly. Yeah. I think one, yeah. Okay. I, I, I think... My honest opinion, I think the winner of the Mississippi State-Alabama game is going to go in. Okay. That's just me. For some odd reason. Some people were advocating three, and I think that's retarded. No, I don't. But like, I think no, the least. I think The, the I, most was, I think we'll get in is two, not I three. Th- I, not think, three. I think the, the poll's so wide right now that I think it might actually be one. And like I said, I, feel, I feel the winner of the Alabama-Mississippi State game is going to get in. Vegas has Oregon winning. I couldn't believe that. I was, I was like, were they listening to our podcast way back when? I was like, no, of course not. I didn't have that much. <laughs> no, no chance. My quick hit is about not the really the Chicago Bulls, more so Derrick Rose. I have a huge problem with comments that he's made lately um, about him uh, thinking about, like, you know how when players, like, worry about how they're going to be after they're done playing? But, you know, you usually hear from, like, uh, somebody who's boxing or somebody who plays football or, you know, it's one of the more violent sports, it's right? It's just uh, I could care less comments he kind of made things. Kind of like he's he said that he was worried, like, it, this isn't a quote. Like, I'm only, like, you know, speaking hyperbole here. He's, like, talking, like, about he, he's kind of, like, talking about his quality of life after the game. But, like, when you think about that comment, like, most of those, that that comes towards, like, you usually would think of the more violent sports when you think about the the quality of life. Yeah. Talking about, you, you know, the being an unconscious type deal, the, the, the testing for that kind of stuff. Or, you know, boxers, UFC fighters, you know, where you can actually, like, legit hurt yourself and you probably not won't be able to have a quality of life afterwards. But, like, basketball, it's a physical sport, but... It's not that high level of a physical sport. Especially not it was since, like, even, like, if you want to go back to, like, the 90s and, yeah. like, the bad boy and, and that stuff. Yeah, it's nowhere near Where, like, the Jordan level. got the clothesline every chance yeah. he got. So, like, it's nowhere near at that level. Even for basketball standards, it's nowhere at the 90s level, like you said. Oh, so the way he's making so it the, sound yeah, like. Yeah, it makes it sound. And for, for a guy that's been out for, like, what, nearly two years, if you put up all the time he's been out, and. You know, obviously the Bulls catered to you because you're their superstar. So to say that and be out for so long and in a game that's not as physical as it used to be, nobody from the Bulls organization or fans want to hear that. So you <laughs> that basically is, tell them to shut up? Yeah. Be quiet. Like, play the goddamn game. Because, like, it, that, would, that gives you the sense of he's not going to try as hard or – He's not going to be the best he can be because he's worried about whatever he's going to do after the game, after he's done with the game. You're not even that far down the road either. So it's like this is the worst time you could have actually said that. Or, you know, it's it wasn't smart. 
Uh, and like, especially with the whole thing that was happening with his brother getting involved and things of that nature. And it's like, yeah, we know you like you're, you're, you're set, man. You have a deal with your, you have your shoe deal. You got your contract with the bulls. You're set. Like, just worry about basketball. Worry about being better. Worry about keep playing smarter. Don't talk about, Oh, after the game's over. No, nobody wants to hear that right now. Not smart. So that's my quick hit. All right, my quick hit is, guys, go to Zazzle.com slash uh, Shilbert Smithland P and uh, yeah, buy some stuff. We're going to have some new stuff up there just yeah. for this podcast. Uh, yeah. And, John, if somebody wants to advertise on this podcast, how much is that? $20. And that would get you four episodes. Yep. And, uh, yeah. Just let us know what you'd like to advertise. $20, and we'll, they'll be up for four episodes. So that's the the end of this new edition that we have of our show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Yep. And we're going to be making a couple tweaks within the coming weeks. So, yeah. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>